Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is God Can Change Things Fast. Let's pray. Father, we come today ready, hungry for what you have. We choose to be a doer of your word, and thank you for helping us and being with us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about this topic, God Can Change Things Fast. You know, God teaches us from his holy word to walk by faith and not by sight. But sometimes our flesh can be speaking so loudly that we forget that we are not supposed to walk by what we see, but by what he tells us through his word and his spirit. In the natural, things can seem impossible or that it will take years and years for this or that to happen. But God can change things very quickly. He is not limited by time. Are there some things in your life that you have been waiting and waiting for it to happen, and it just seems so slow or maybe even impossible? I want to encourage you today to not give up, to cast your cares on the Lord, to turn on and keep on your switch of faith, to believe in the God of miracles, and to speak things that are in line with the Word and watch your seemingly impossible thing come to fruition. Let's talk today about how God can change things fast and start in Acts chapter 9 in the Amplified Bible, verse 1. Now Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord and relentless in his search for believers, went to the high priest. Folks, we can't give up on our friends and relatives that have not yet confessed Jesus as Lord and Savior. Maybe they are even living an evil life like Saul was, breathing threats against Christians. Two, and he asked for letters of authority from him to the synagogues at Damascus so that if he found any men or women there belonging to the way, believers, followers of Jesus the Messiah, men and women alike, he could arrest them and bring them bound with chains to Jerusalem. My friends, this is much of America today, but some of them will receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, just like Saul did after he hated Christians. But suddenly, God changed things fast. Verse 3, As he traveled, he approached Damascus, and suddenly a light from the heaven flashed around him, displaying the glory and majesty of Christ. For And he fell to the ground and heard a voice from heaven saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting and oppressing me? Five, and Saul said, Who are you, Lord? And he answered, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. Folks, we can pray for a Saul-like experience for our friends and family that don't know Jesus, or simply that just the right person is put in their path to witness to them. 6. Now get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. 7. The men who were traveling with him were terrified and stood speechless, hearing the voice but seeing no one. Saul got up from the ground, but though his eyes were open, he could see nothing, so they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. Verse 9. And he was unable to see for three days, and he neither ate nor drank. My friends, God will do miraculous things sometimes to reach the lost. 
changing things fast. 10. Now in Damascus, there was a disciple named Ananias, and the Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias, and he said, Here I am, Lord. 11. And the Lord said to him, Get up and go to the street called Straight, and ask at the house of Judas for a man from Tarsus named Saul, for he is praying there. Folks, God has such a great sense of humor. I find it funny that the street that Ananias went on was called straight as God was taking Saul down on the straight and narrow path to Jesus. 12. And in a vision, he has seen a man named Ananias come in and place his hands on him so that he might regain his sight. 13. But Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many people about this man, especially how much suffering and evil he has brought on your saints, God's people, at Jerusalem. 14. And here in Damascus, he has authority from the high priest to put in chains all who call on your name, confessing you as Savior. 15. But the Lord said to him, Go, for this man is a deliberately chosen instrument of mine to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the sons of Israel. 16. For I will make clear to him how much he must suffer and endure for my name's sake. My friends, let's not argue with God when he calls us to witness to someone not living for Jesus and maybe appears to be very evil. Receiving Jesus changes everything. 17. So Ananias left and entered the house, and he laid his hands on Saul and said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you came to Damascus, has sent me so that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit in order to proclaim Christ to both Jews and Gentiles. 18. Immediately, something like scales fell from Saul's eyes, and he regained his sight. Then he got up and was baptized. Folks, how is that for a quick change? From serving Satan to serving Jesus and baptized. 19. And he took some food and was strengthened. For several days afterwards, Saul remained with the disciples who were in Damascus. My friends, there is a lesson here. Saul took food, hung out with strong believers, and then he went forward. We have to do the same. Our food is the Word of God. We have to spend time in the Bible and with fellow believers in church. We can't hit the fast-forward button too much in that process. 20, and immediately he began proclaiming Jesus in the synagogue, saying, This man is the Son of God, the promised Messiah. Folks, so Saul went pretty quickly from persecuting Christians to becoming a strong Christian, and the same thing can happen to you if you are not born again and to our friends and relatives that don't know Jesus. Now, Psalm 78, 40, and 41 in the New King James. 40, how often they provoked him in the wilderness and grieved him in the desert. 41, yes, again and again, they tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. My friends, one thing to remember if we are waiting on God for something is to ask ourselves this question. Are we limiting God? We can limit God with our disobedience or our unbelief. You know, holiness and obedience are very important to God. And also, 
We can't please him without faith in him and what he can do. Romans 12, 2 in the Amplified. And do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes, so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in His plan and purpose for you. Folks, one way we can show our obedience to God is to renew our minds with the Word of God, the Bible. We can also be obedient in our church attendance. In addition, we can also show our obedience by supporting holiness and Jesus' teachings. For example, protecting innocent babies and only supporting godly marriages. 2 Corinthians 5.17 in the Amplified. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ that is grafted in, joined to him by faith in him as Savior, he is a new creature, reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old things, the previous moral and spiritual condition, have passed away. Behold, new things have come, because spiritual awakening brings a new life. My friends, if we are born again, we are in Christ, and we are a new creature, reborn, and old things have passed away. Let's have faith for the new things that will come in our lives in following Jesus, and don't give up. Keep pressing on. Closing Philippians 1.6 in the Amplified Classic. And I am convinced and sure of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will continue until the day of Jesus Christ, right up to the time of his return, developing that good work and perfecting and bringing it to full completion in you. Folks, when we got saved, God began a good work in us, and we can have faith that as we obey him, he'll continue that good work and perfect it until the return of Jesus in the clouds, praise God. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful. You're such a great God. We choose to serve you. We know you can change our situation, Father, if we put our trust in you. And thank you for helping us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.